on today's show. They say that it could also mean a spell. <laughs> Come on, the spell thing is wow. Right, right. right. This is Wildcat Dojo Conversations. Hey, folks. Welcome to another episode of Wildcat Dojo Conversations. I'm here with Sensei Jackie. Hi. And Landon. Hi, everybody. And we hope that you remember Sensei Jim. He's been with us before, and we're so happy to have you back on the show. Us. Hey, everyone. Thanks for having me. Thank you. My pleasure. This lockdown has been weird, hasn't it? Oh, my God, yes. But nevertheless, we get to record, so life is good. Okay, here we go. It came in my head to start looking at the words ru, R-Y-U, which is Japanese, do, D-O, which is Japanese, and jutsu, J-U-T-S-U, also Japanese. I've known these words for decades, and I've always wondered why there was more than one word for what I consider the same thing, which is the karate school, the dojo. As it turns out, they're not exactly the same thing. So hence the next 20 minutes. Yes. I'd like to start by mentioning the definitions as I remember Master Collegian telling us. So after, if you remember him saying something else, please add it in. He would say to me that Ru was style, Jitsu was science, and Do was way. What do you guys have about that? That's really interesting. I never knew that. Yeah, that's what I've heard him say, Sensei. And those were the answers I put on the test that Sensei Peg wrote. Oh, cool. <laughs> Excellent. In one thing and one thing alone, he was consistent. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. That's not an insult. Everybody knows he was inconsistent. <laughs> Consistent. How about we push on by mentioning the words in context? Sure, Sensei. Well, I was thinking that our style... Goju Federation is a descendant of the original Goju Ru. So there's the word Ru for you. Oh, yeah. Good one. I like that. Okay, I'll keep us going. I remember the episode of Master Funakoshi where you mentioned a book I really like, Karate Do, My Way of Life. So that's the use of the word Do. Uh, and I really oh, do boy. love that book. It's a great Are book. you a fan, Sensei Harmon? Absolutely. It was one of the first karate books I read after I started taking karate and uh, really helped me in my path. So that leaves us with the word jitsu. You want to take that, Sensei Jackie? Oh, I'd love to. Thank you. I actually have two examples, jujitsu and then the go jujitsu style that we admire from Hanshi Malinowski. Oh, Hanshi Malinowski. If you guys didn't listen to the episode on Fumio Demura yet, we mentioned the difference between Hanshi and Shihan. I hope they check it out, don't you? A sensei for sure. It's super interesting. I thought that was really cool. I did too. Have you ever thought about that before, how Hanshi and Shihan are the same word inside out, Jim? Yeah, I just looked at that while you were talking, Hanshi, Shihan. It's... You got to listen to the Fumio episode to hear about yeah, it, or you can Google it for yourself. It'll I will. come right up for you. Okay. It's very cool. Nice. So that was a good one, Landon. I like all you guys' examples, but a, a super big thanks to Sensei Jackie for that smooth segue to Hanshi Milanowski, because I reached out to him for some feedback on this subject. And I'm going to read for you what he said. And I quote, so Ru is a school of thought, so to speak, a style or even a cult, if you will. Modern karate on Okinawa went from being known as Te to being categorized by location. Nahate, Tamarite, Shurite. When it was introduced to Japan, these schools of thought took on the Ru names, such as Goju-Ru, etc. The warriors schools of Japan were categorized by Ru. There are various recognized factions of these Ru, which are called Ru-Ha. 
So in actuality, USA Goju would be urban ha goju ru. Now, jutsu means method. The common mispronunciation of jitsu actually means truth. Okay, so I'm not going to spell these for you now because we're going to get back to it in a little while, but they are two different words, even though they sound just alike. Now back to Master Melanowski. A jutsu is a combative method, whereas a do, meaning path or way, is more holistic or spiritual, if you will. That is to say, unless we are talking about the sport aspect, both the spiritual or self-help aspect, as well as the sport aspect, are what modern Budo or Gendai systems are about. Do is modern. After the Meiji Restoration, there was little need for samurai. Also, after World War II and General MacArthur outlawing martial arts, they needed an excuse. So there you have it. So I want to start by saying he is a wealth of knowledge, isn't he? Us. Thank you, Hanchi. Us. Thank you, Hanchi. I also want to say in explanation, te, guys, te means hand. The word karate means empty hand. And I tried to look up the word ha, H-A. One of the definitions I found was home. I guess that could work, right? I guess. So if you're out there and you know a definition for H-A in Japanese, ha, that would help us out. Okay, let's push on. Let's start by defining each one. Sound good, Landon? Sensei, I'll start us off. From the site Quora, there's at least 10 different kanji for ru and 10 different meanings too. Dragon and style are the two most common. And just to be super correct, they also said Ru could be school. That's neat about the dragon. I really think we've mentioned that dragon thing before. You know, I think maybe we said it on the episode about beginning character development when we were talking about the animals. Oh, that does make sense. Okay, Sensei Jim, you're up. Okay, um, getting back to Jutsu, J-U-T-S-U, and Jitsu, J-I-T-S-U, from the site jp.learnoutlive.com, jutsu means technique or method. They say that it could also mean a spell. <laughs> Come on, the spell thing is wow. terrible, right? right? right. And we're recording this on Halloween, so. Oh, oh. Very cool. <laughs> That's okay. funny, Landon. <laughs> but moving on to the words that sound the same and is often mistaken for jutsu, which is jitsu, with an I, it means reality or truth, as in shinjutsu is an objective truth or an intangible truth. Interesting, huh? Very cool. That was some great stuff. And it is interesting for me now to realize that the two words aren't exactly the same because I did not realize that before. Did you? I didn't. I thought they were similar or pretty much the same word, just a different spelling, but good to know. I think so. When I was browsing through Wikipedia, they had a list of jitsus. I'm not sure that's a word with the S on the end. (laughs) And by the way, from here on in, we will always be talking about J-U-T-S-U. One I hadn't heard before was called Bajitsu, which is the method of horse riding. Did you guys see any you hadn't seen before? Uh, Necessarily, I did not. I didn't know any of them, so (laughs) there you go. I knew Jujitsu, but... Jujitsu, which would be soft method. Us. Right. right. Yes. A soft methodology where Judo would be soft way. Soft way, right. So, Landon, do you think we should stop real quick and tell them about Honor Athletics before we go on? Oh, for sure. (laughs) Honor Athletics, of course. Please reach out to them for all your karate and other needs. They have all kinds of stuff there. And they are Uh, at honorathletics.com. Or 770-945-5150. 
And if you call and talk to Cynthia or her son, we feel that's the way to get the best service. They're very kind people. And don't forget to mention Wildcat Dojo at checkout for your 10% discount. Nice. We're hanging in so far, guys. Awesome. Okay, Sensei Jackie, are you going to pick up with that explanation of the word dough? Sure, Sensei. This starts as an easy one. Wikipedia said that dough means way philosophically or as a doctrine. I also read that the word dough comes from the Chinese word dao, T-A-O, and is often translated as the way. And that does remind me of one of my personal favorite reads, which is called the Tao of Pooh. If you're not a Winnie the Pooh fan, you really wouldn't like it, but it is an unbelievable explanation of how to live in the moment and just take things as they come. Wouldn't you guys agree with that? Oh, absolutely. It really just teaches you how to be. I remember, it's been a long time since I read it, but I remember Pooh woke up and Piglet was like, what's your first thought when you wake up, Pooh? And he's like, what's for breakfast? That is exactly what it is. Perfect (laughs) example. Yeah. Well, Piglet was thinking, you know, Pooh asked him and he said, well, I'm thinking what exciting thing can happen today? And Pooh said, well, the same, same as me, breakfast. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't it awesome? Us. That's really funny. Okay. Sensei Jackie, after that brief diversion, let's push. Be glad to. Remember we left off at the idea that dough means way? Well, they continue on to say it is like a path. That path could mean a path through life or even a path to enlightenment. A few years ago, we were lucky enough to be in Gainesville at Hanshi Teller's tournament, and he was wearing my favorite t-shirt of all times. It said, a sensei is someone who came down this path before you. Great t-shirt. It is an awesome shirt, right, Landon? Us, that's awesome. Yeah, I love that shirt. And I, I, I've used that many times in teaching when I talk about the sensei. The sensei is not somebody who's perfect. They're just somebody who's been down the path before you, not unlike your parents who you also don't listen to. <laughs> I wonder if parents should get the, a special name, a special title. <laughs> like worn out? <laughs> Sometimes I've definitely called my mom sensei by accident before. <laughs> Just like we always us people by accident. Oh, I've definitely oh, us oh, and courtesy right. bowed I almost by accident. I bow in a convenience store for some reason. Going right? Through, yeah. oh, I say us all the time. People just look at me like. <laughs> right? And occasionally it'll start up a fun conversation. Yes, it will. All right. So, so far, so much fun, by the way. Us. Yes. Push us on, uh, Landon. Okay, Sensei. Can I add that fightingarts.com had an opinion on the debate between Do and Jutsu? Ooh, what'd they say? Okay, when the samurai period ended, the culture of training changed dramatically. Martial arts became, in one way or another, technically or culturally, obsolete. Meaning, the people didn't train for their work and everything had to be redefined. But, at the same time, technique began to advance and the karateka and other artists found a mutual model to follow. The practitioners noticed that if instead of doing something on the surface... They immersed themselves into it and added more and more repetition. They reached a personal, deeper sense of reality, a zen-like state, which they wanted to pass on to other generations. Okay, I'm just saying, first off, that matches what um, Hanshi Melanowski wrote us about the samurai period. And secondly, there was a lot of heavy words in there. So let's break it down a little bit, shall we? (laughs) I think that's a really good idea. Let's start with how the culture did change in the Tokugawa period, which we've talked about so many times in this podcast. That's right. Also known as the Edo period. 
You got anything on this one for me, Sensei Jim? You want to jump in? For me, that's where that's where karate is all about, the philosophical side, the zenness of it. Sensei Jim, I'm always walking a fine line between too much philosophy with my students and so therefore not enough giving them an opportunity to strengthen their fighting spirit. Absolutely. Yeah. And too much time on the physicality and not enough time with the the internal character that the martial artist needs. I found it so to be true that something gives away when you get something else. And I'm always going back and forth, vacillating as opposed to being on the mark 24 seven. Does that make sense to you guys? Yeah. Because don't you think that a student comes in with a balance tilted towards one side. Oh, yes. 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 That's and so you want to try and work it so that the other side can flourish as well? And all you Absolutely. can do is create up opportunities, correct? Yes. Okay, so far, again, I'm always so happy when we're doing this. I just can't get the smile to leave my face. But we are, I believe, Sensei Jackie, pushing on with some history. We are. Like we just said, the move from practicing within a practical standpoint, that is practicing for life and death in the world of the samurai, or for work, like in the case of a gardener, it moved to a matter of self-development, possibly spiritual. Us. Us. Well, this changed the nature of training itself. Schools like judo, karate-do, kendo, chado, which is the way of tea, sprung up. Some people that were training at that time thought the pendulum had swung too far toward the spiritual and too far away from the practical. So what did they do? They began to course correct, creating training that was based solely on physicality and not on spirituality at all. Their view was that if, after decades, enlightenment comes, good for you. But the key is to attain skill in the craft. I don't think that's so far off from where we are today. The key is to attain skill in the craft and that everybody takes a different philosophical importance and development and like everybody goes in their own individual path. I certainly think so. Us. Um, Master Collegian has said many times over the years, Goju is the system, but the sensei is the style. So Master Collegian always tell us that Goju is the system and that you are the style. He would point at each of us individually. Now, I know you, you said that you as the sensei of the dojo is in a style. But don't forget system. that he wouldn't have thought about that to necessarily a Q-level person who wasn't teaching because he believed and used to say on a regular basis that being promoted to Shodan was the equivalent mm-hmm. of being born. Yes. Exactly. Uh, everything, in his opinion, everything before that was essentially in the fetus. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's what he said. So I get like a brown belt has a personality. I try to get my brown belts to bring out their own personal personality, not just as practitioners, but also as teachers and also as human beings. But it's a tricky business, isn't it? Absolutely. Okay. Let me pull us back on course here, but I'm bump bump. You know, I stole course correct from that earlier reference. I got it. And say, we've pretty much said that do and jutsu aren't exactly the same thing and they aren't exactly separate. One site I read thinks it's detrimental to be exclusionary. Boy, that's some big words. Because each of these things has something to offer. So here's two different ideas. Start me out, please, Sensei Jim. Us. One opinion says that dojos seem more polished than jutsu schools. 
They continue to say that a dojo is for improved health, focus, body, mind, and self-defense. The dojo creates an opportunity to practice for life. However, they also mentioned that the downside of this could be that training could become too soft. I can see that. One thing I wanted to add, Master Collegian always told me, he said, a karate school will teach you how to kill. A karate dojo will teach you how to die. He did always say that, and I loved that line. I mean, that's like how to die is how to live a full life and how to not fear death, you know, when your time comes. But I always loved that quote from him. Yes, that's a great quote from him. And also agreeing with what you said, to me, it means be willing to take those risks when the time is the correct time, whatever the risk is. Exactly. Something simple or something more dangerous, if in fact it's the right thing to do. Us. Us. Okay. We're pushing here. What did they say right. about jitsu, Sensei Jim? Well, it says that jitsu is often used for police training, that physicality is the king, and that it is based on passing a physical test. Therefore, some people sometimes view jitsu schools as less spiritual. In the site, they stated that training was readying you for a red alert situation. Okay, I'm just going to do a quick aside here, going back to Master Collegian. You know, he trained us, so a lot of our references are going to be to him. And that's a wonderful thing, isn't it? Wonderful. Back in the day before MMA, rhymed it, (laughs) we used to have kickboxing matches real regularly. Google it. They'll come up. So we would all train for the kickboxing matches. And one of the things that he would use is the term code red. And basically what that meant was go crazy. That's what it meant on your opponent. It's time to finish. So I think it's interesting that they used the term red alert and he used the term code red. They're, They're kind of similar. I mean, obviously, yes. red is symbolic of danger know, or even um, like thinking of the red cape that they use in bullfighting. Yes, yes. And since uh, you mentioned it, mentioning MMA, to me, they're more of a jitsu school. They're just teaching these people how to fight. They don't do kata. They don't have dojo stories and things like that. So I wonder to- if the same thing was going to hold true with an MMA school in that the teacher itself would be how much of anything they go to. I don't have any experience in an MMA school, but you know who's been going to one is Sensei Sam. Sam. And he can give us some feedback on that. If you're listening, Sam, please call me. But I did talk to a person who went to one and she told me that the first thing that really caught her eye was the fact that you walk in the door, total novice, and they put you on the mat with somebody on top of you. Yes. Very first thing, very first day. And she said it was very off-putting and not a user-friendly way to learn. So that goes with what you're saying about more of a jitsu style of learning, right? Yes. That's correct. Okay. So one of the things I think that's important if we're talking about balancing the fighting spirit and the philosophical aspects of an art form is to make sure a student knows that having something in your brain is not the same as having it in your being. Through and through, yes. down into your chi line. Do you guys know what I mean by that? Oh, yes. Yes, sensei. sensei. And Master Collegian said, and many other people before him, I bet, that we should expect the unexpected, right? Yes. And even in reading this, I found a site that said that one of the things that jitsu schools do is that they want you to bring all your tools to every situation. In an expected or an unexpected situation, you need to be able to deal on the spot without the promise of a guaranteed outcome. And that's a handy thing to know, isn't it? Yeah. Yes, I'm saying. Now, balancing that out with the philosophical aspects, I'd like to bring it to Master Collegian's line on the certificates. We've all read it many, many times. We all love it. 
Landon, why don't you read it? You want to? Us. Master Collegian said, It is expected that this person will continue to develop and succeed throughout life in the way of karate. And I just love that line. Did we all agree on that? So good. So good. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Every time we do a podcast, I learn so many cool things. Me too. We're we're winding down, guys. This is awesome. Wow. That went so fast. So I searched around for some quotes. And I honestly, this time I came up pretty empty. I'm very sorry. But I found this one quote. And I'm going to have Sensei Jackie read it for us. Sensei, from a book by Soki Bezad Amadi called Rukyu Jutsu, Bo, Tanbo, Toifa. And you remember from the Kabuto podcast that a Toifa is a Tanfa. Anyway, here's the quote. In old karate, you learned your art through pain. You learned quickly that your techniques had to be fast or powerful or both. If you did not embrace pain and its lessons adequately, you simply did not survive. Wow. Yeah, I know. That was heavy, right? And I do think that speaks to the way karate was when I first came in the door. And when you teach, don't you talk about the difference of what you and Master Collegian said during sparring? One of oh, you- yeah. I'd forgotten all about that all, all these years later. Sensei and I used to tease each other all the time because Master Collegian's way was to hit him in the head and then say, put your hands up. And my way was to say, put your hands up and then hit him in the head. <laughs> <laughs> I had forgotten all about that, Sensei Jackie. Thank you so much for bringing that back up to my brain. Yeah. Another thing Master Collegian always says, he could teach you how to fight, but he can't, could not teach you the the will to, what is the will to move or the will to act. act. I'm sorry. The will to act is something you can't teach, but you know, he always strove to move your line, each person's line. Some people are more aggressive, move it back. People that are a little timid, they move it forward. That's a good point. Very good. Us. Okay. So moving on. I put out a challenge that we should try to come up with a joke where Ru, Jitsu, and Do do something. You know how like the three guys go into a restaurant or something like that? <laughs> I know. It's really hard because I tried to think of anything that could be funny. And Sensei Jackie says she made up a goofy one, so we're going to listen to it. Of okay. course she did. <laughs> Yay. Okay. So Ru, Do, and Jitsu were walking down the street and one of them had a selfie stick. And he lifted it up and took a, a selfie of the three of them. And you know what came out? What? Just a picture of one thing. Because Ru, Do, and Jutsu are all sides of the same thing. As opposed to a home joke. That's funny. Ay, ay, ay. <laughs> that is funny. Good for you, Jackie. And thanks for thinking of something to finish us off. I believe we've gotten everything done. Let's remind the people, Landon, two things. One, how to get in touch, and then we'll go on to how to support us, okay? Us. You can contact us all over the web at Wildcat Dojo on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and our website, wildcatdojo.com. You can leave us a a voice message at 954-350-1915 or email us at Dojo Conversations. And just as a reminder, Dojo is spelled D-O-J-O at AOL.com. That's Dojo Conversations at AOL.com. And you can support us by subscribing. That would be super quadruple cool. Thank you in advance by reviewing us and by sharing this podcast with anyone you know. So with that, I'm going to say thanks, Sensei Jim. I knew I'd have fun with you, and you brought so much good information here today. Thanks for having me, Sensei Michelle. It was a really good time. Thank you. All right. It's time to say goodbye. Start me out, Sensei Jackie. Bye, everybody. Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone. And that's me signing out.
Thanks for being here. Hope you join us again on Wildcat Dojo Conversations.